Welcome back to Nerd with a Phone Podcast, where it is always time to get notified. Nerd with a Phone 1 here, Charles, on Twitter. <laughs> Updates. November to Remember is underway. We're going to come up with something very cool for you next. All right, folks, thank you for tuning in today. All right, November to Remember is underway. And uh, just a quick update, some uh, debrief for Spooktacular October um, 2. Yeah, didn't quite go the way I had wanted it to go. Had plenty of stuff planned that didn't come, um, didn't come out. Still going to make the episodes. Just uh, might have to do December to dismember instead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Drive for rock here. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, I was listening back to my episode for uh, the very first episode of November to Remember here, which was, of course, The Dark Crystal. And while... I am proud of the research I did, and um, I'm proud of the work I put in. The sound quality on that is almost bad enough that the first time ever I've actually considered deleting an episode. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, well, considering you got that new uh, microphone thing you were using right now, it might be prudent. <laughs> but that's all you. Yeah. I don't know. I like being pretty transparent. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is oh. by no means a completely professional operation here, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, whether I intend to be or not, I think in a lot of ways I am a what to do and what not to do podcast for people getting started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, for better or worse. All right. Hit my two-minute mark here. I'll be right back in a second. All righty. And we are just doing this live on the fly, as it were. Um, <laughs> but like I was saying, like, I think another discussion um, about this could be had. Because, like, I scripted out that last episode. And like I said, I put in the work, and I'm proud of it. But it sounds like absolute trash. And um, the only thing missing from that episode is Dreadful Rock John's opinions anyway. So just a quick four to five minute discussion here, four to five minute discussion here about the Dark you Crystal. Know, I could go on for 45 minutes, but... <laughs> <laughs> I could do. I could probably talk about it for 10 hours straight, but... Uh, why don't we not torture the people at home and, uh, <laughs> yeah, ruin my phone. Huh? I said ruin my phone. Ah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so general thoughts about the original dark crystal, John. Excellent. All right. I mean, the storyline is dark. It's kind of actually, it's not kind of, it is disturbing. <laughs> it, 
I mean, as a child, when I first saw it, I was like, I don't know, seven or eight years old. And that was back in 87, 88, when it was on video. I was like, oh, wow, I can't believe you're letting me watch this <laughs> to my parents and stuff. And, you know, right. Uh, the puppetry work is just beyond words. Yeah. Even for today's standards, it is beyond words. Yeah. And um, I meant it in the previous episode as well. The world of Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal, the original movie. The planet of Thra. Thra is absolutely alive. It's absolutely alive. It feels, looks, and you can I swear you can almost smell the place. Uh I always wanted to ride a Landstrider. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. And you doing, Miss Fortune? <laughs> <laughs> and just the storytelling in general and everything like that. Uh, like I said, I had better thoughts and more coherent thoughts in the previous thing, but the sound quality was just meant. Um, but... I love that movie. I always have. Um, and I always thought that Chamberlain character of the Skeksis was related to Cobra Commander and Starscream. <laughs> like they were all cousins or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon here? Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just the whiny, whimpery, backstabbing, conniving, scheming, you know. It was almost like they modeled Chamberlain after those characters. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought, to me, and I, I think I pointed this out in the last episode, I think the character actor, the voice actor for him, may have been Grover. The guy we would have to ch fact check that, but yeah, possibly. You know. Maybe not the original Grover, but like if he didn't play Grover, I mean, you know, Sesame Street Workshop. How were you asleep on that? Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the for the longest time, I actually thought it was Chris Lada, uh, the voice actor for Cobra Commander and Starscream. Ah, uh, but no, it wasn't. Ah. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Actually, I can stop my game here. I'm playing Skullgirls. <laughs> yep. And uh, if you want to take a short break, I can do some fact-checking and okay. we'll come back. All righty. We're probably going to roll uh, my favorite, really is my favorite little bumper that somebody sent me. You know what's coming. Just take a listen to this. We'll be right back. Hey there, my name is Robert. I'm a first-time listener of your podcast. Now, you said you were looking for feedback, so here's a, a little tidbit from me. I find that it's very helpful as a listener when the uh, podcast host does 15 to 30 seconds to just give some context about what the, sh the, sh the podcast and the show is about. You know, you kind of jumped in 
um, as if everyone who's listening is someone who's listened to your podcast before, but it would have been helpful for just some context about like what you're about, what you usually talk about, all those kind of things. Now, um, for my own podcast, I do this segment called Make Positivity Louder, where I reach out to people in the anchor community like yourself who I think um, have a great voice, who I think have a good energy, and I ask them to send me a 30 to 60 second voice message detailing the best thing that happened to them in the past week. Now, I know you're probably very busy. I know you have your own podcast to think about, but if you have some time, if you're feeling good, 30 to 60 seconds, best thing to happen to you in the past week, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, uh, hey guys, this is Kyle from Toko Munchies Podcast. I'm just giving a big shout out to my good friend, a nerd with a phone. If you want some silky, smooth ear candy, then jump on and listen to a nerd with a phone. I like the way this guy talks. It's, it's comforting. It's nice. So make sure you listen to a nerd with a phone and also drop over to Tokyo Munchies Podcast, listen to me, and drop by tokyomunchies.tiktail.com and get some Japanese candy. Booyah! Can you smell what Tokyo Munchies is cooking? Hoxika! Alrighty, Drupal Rock, what does that mean? Judgment by Stone. It is the only word in the movie that is in the original Skeksis language they wrote for the film. Ooh, all right. See? Originally, the Skeksis and the Mystics were supposed to speak in their own alien languages. The Skeksis' version being a more crude version of the Mystic language. Ah, so basically... <laughs> huh. So maybe Peter Jackson isn't as original as uh, mass media would have you believe. Um, <clears throat> After the first test screening, British science fiction writer Alan Gardner was brought in to write an opening narration for the movie, and Odell had to translate his Skeksis dialogue back into English, all the while making sure the lines matched the creature's mouth movements on screen. Oh, man, what a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's why Hoxika is the only word left in the actual language they wrote in the movie because it was too hard to translate back and forth oh wow all right all right so knowledge <laughs> nuggets here all right for some fun um you know we got to get into the dry stats here um you know imbd score metascore all that well, all right the imdb score is 7.2 out of 10 okay Respect. with uh 57,389 votes Oh, well, everybody get out there and vote this thing up. Come on. Uh, and the meta score is 66. Mm, well, critics have never really known what to do with this movie. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Especially when we get into the numbers. Okay. Box office. The budget for the movie was an estimated $15 million. Okay. Opening weekend in the United States, December 19th, 1982. 4,657,335. <laughs> gross, USA, 41,357,492. Uh-huh. Cumulative world gross, 41,000, uh, 41,373,966. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I just wanted to, you know, throw this in here too. Um, like, yeah, I was part of that opening weekend. That's how old I am. Like that, um, paid, I paid 75 cents. I have no idea what the actual ticket cost, but uh, grandma took me to see it and regretted it because it, she left more. She, grandma, my grandma <laughs> left scared, like <laughs> dropped me off at my house, told my dad never again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh right, right. <laughs> like your boy has some weird tastes. Yeah, this is to show how well this movie was actually has done. Uh, uh, BAFTA Awards in 1984 was a, a nominee for Best Special Visual Effects. Didn't um, win, but it was nominated. Yeah. In uh, 2008. It won the set. It was a Saturn Award nominee for best DVD classic film release. Well, I believe in '82 it was up against another classic, um, which would either be The Black Cauldron or the other blue film with the mice. Secret of Nim. Yeah. Um, Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films USA, 1983, Saturn Award winner, best family film. Saturn Award nominee, Best Special Effects. Alvarez Fantastic Film Festival, 1983, Grand Prize winner. There you go. Hugo Awards, 1983, Hugo nominee, Best Dramatic Presentation. <laughs> yeah. But the, um, okay, does IMBD have, um, like, uh, any background on the creation of the story? I made some conjecture in the previous episode. I want to see how close I got. Trivia quotes, spoofs, crazy credits. Maybe production history. Uh, plot summary, synopsis, genres. Maybe probably be under plot summary. Uh, filming locations. Okay, that's interesting. What's the that? All right. Bear with us, folks. Yeah. Uh, Malham Rocks, Malham, North Yorkshire, England, UK, Highland, Scotland, UK, Tweecross, Lincolnshire, 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 England, Flatland Scenes, uh, Gordale Scar, Malham, North Yorkshire, EMI L Street Studios. Ah, uh, Borehamwood, Hert, Hertfordshire, England, UK. Those are the filming locations. I bet you, I bet you, our English listeners enjoy hearing a couple of basically redneck white dudes from Indiana trying to pronounce these British locations. Hey, uh, I'm a city boy, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're in southern Indiana. This yeah. is Evansville. I'm kind of surprised we don't have horses running around here. To be perfectly honest. Yeah. <laughs> we have an expressway, but I laugh at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maximum of like 30 cars traveling on it at a time, I swear, on any given section. It's not an expressway, anybody that knows. Yeah, what... plot summary is just a plot summary. Okay. There's a couple of different ones, but yeah, from different um, people who wrote the different stuff from like different <clears throat> places you know 
I'm probably just going to have to grow some backbone and reach out to Brian Henson on Twitter and try to get a dang interview. Why not? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> at least answer a couple questions on Twitter. He'd probably do that at least. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to know if I'm correct. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back in just a minute, folks. All righty, all righty. And that's just about going to do it for the Redux review of The Dark Crystal. Um, so if we're going to add one more thing before that. Okay. Uh, the voice of Chamberlain was actually Barry Denon. Barry Denon? Yeah. All right. Yeah, he was in Jesus Christ Superstar. I, I did some research, too, yeah. at the same time as you. Um, well, it was just going back to me saying I thought it was... Mm. Sounded a lot like Turbo Commander, and yeah, but no, it was buried in it. Ah, all right, that's cool, that's cool. But uh, some exciting channel news on the other fronts and everything. Um, me and Drupal Rock have a brand new channel. It's its own thing. Uh, it will be shared in all the places that Nerve of the Phone podcast is called Legion of Geek L O G for short. L O G, a wrestling podcast. And um, it's basically a Friday night SmackDown after show. With us either going all Nerdvana on it or ranting and raving. Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down vocally. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, We have a really good time on there. And um, pretty much, I don't want to say there's no Fs given, um, but it's a more tightly controlled podcast than this one. This one, I always just try to have fun. And not that the other one is all serious or anything like that either. It's just, um, I don't know. I, I feel it's easier to direct our thoughts that way. That and we use, we're usually fresh off the show. Yeah. So Everything's you, still fresh in our minds. So we're just rapid fire, go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. There's no stopping to think about it. Your opinions there, you just let it come out. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's uh, the first episode of that is up here on Anchor, Anchor.fm forward slash Legion of Geek, all one word. But if you're not ready to commit to a full episode yet, over on Spreaker, I have an eight and a half minute preview. On MWAPP, the Spreaker channel, channel 2, Nerve with a Phone. Got an eight and a half minute preview that I actually edited up a little bit. And I'd appreciate if y'all would go listen to that and leave feedback on Spreaker and uh, listen to both versions and give me some feedback. I'm trying to figure out exactly how much editing I need to do. Uh, <laughs> what is, in other words, let him know what we're doing right or what we're doing wrong. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for putting that in less technical terms. I get any and all opinions are welcome. Yeah, I mean you're not going to hurt my feelings because, well, frankly, I basically don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) And um, well, constructive criticism is the only way to learn anything. So the key word is constructive. I mean, I'll listen to uh, you suck, but um, it. Really won't benefit anybody in any way. If I wasn't any use sucks, I'll just be laughing. 
All right. And finally, tonight, I wanted to say thank you to my family. We're going to go with first names here. I won't be given last names because y'all know your last names. But I wanted to say thank you to my cousin Barbie, my cousin Mark, and to my cousin Roberta for uh, giving me money to help out with our moving situation in real life, not the podcast and everything like that. It took a while for it to finally get here, but there's been health issues and things, so I get that. But I wanted to publicly say thank you. Um, and I also have a bit of an apology because um, right now my Facebook feed is not accessible because there's a hacking situation going on. Facebook is trying to work it out with me. But until such time as I get an all clear, I'm done with Facebook at least for a while. Which is why I started off by saying or with a phone one on Twitter. Because that also means without Facebook, I don't have Instagram. They're connected. They're the same company. So <clears throat> right now, my only social media is Twitter. <laughs> and uh, as per usual, thank you guys so very much. Remember to listen to every episode of the Rhythm Phone Podcast. Hit that share button. Hit the support this channel button if you really, really, really like what you're hearing. And um, if not, just share it everywhere. Share it with your cat. I swear to you, cats love me. I don't know why. We'll see you on the next episode of Nervilla Phone Podcast. November to remember will roll on. Any final thoughts? Dreadful rock. Keep on rocking. There you go. <laughs> there you go, boys and ghouls. Good night. One more thing. Uh, as everybody probably knows by now about the wildfires in California and is still raging on and whatnot, uh, this really concerns us as well as most of everybody else in the planet. I, if you really want to help out and donate, you can text CA Wildfires at 90999 to donate 10 bucks. Or you can go to redcross.org and have more information there. Yeah, more information, more ways to donate and help. And, um, I mean, yeah, California super is in super need of help right now. It's like it can't be under overstated enough. Like, I mean, if you think that this is being exaggerated by the media or whatever, just do a quick Google search. Like, it's it's everywhere. Hell, just pick up the latest copy of USA Today. Turn on the news. Yeah. I mean, like, people are, like, getting seriously injured just trying to keep the Hollywood sign from burning down right now. So, I mean, you know, that's an example of what I'm saying here. It's like, it's not it's not a joke. It's, a, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, we're not just talking, like, the mountainous regions where the fires usually are. It's getting into the major cities now. It's looking like the very end of the movie Knowing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody haven't seen that? It's a pretty good flick. You should check it out. But, yeah, it's serious. Yeah, it's very, very bad. It's every bit as bad as uh, anything that went on in Haiti a few years ago. Or, um, you know, it's, it's just really seriously that bad. I don't think California's seen anything like this since, like, the 1960s. So... Yeah, head over 
ribcross.org. See how you can help. All right. One more thing done. Good night.